podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Zero Pucks Given, the UK ice hockey podcast. We are in partnership with Blades Belong on Your Feet, the charity fighting knife crime with ice skating all across the UK. And we are in partnership with Hockey Art Co., the clothing company for you hockey fans. Worn by the best, hated by the rest. Zero Pucks Given listeners get a 10% discount on everything on the Hockey Art Co. website. If you enter the code ZP10 upon checkout, you'll get your discount on anything that you like from their website. So go there and check it out once you finish listening to this, of course. This is episode 39. We're still in the Britain season preview with myself and Anthony Russell. So now it's time to check out those Oxford City Stars. So the Oxpens and the Oxford City Stars uh, still under Simon Anderson. They've signed what is probably without doubt the most famous import in British ice hockey. And uh, now that they don't have the import rule, they can play them whenever they like and use their other two imports because they have used that part of their roster very well indeed. That's right. The most famous import in the entire division, Darcy Flanagan. Um... As an Australian hockey fan yourself, I, I knew you would enjoy talking about him. I had a conversation with Shane Moore this summer about poking my head about the parapet and doing a few bits and pieces with the stars here and there because they're just trying to kind of up their profile a bit. And I was really fortunate to kind of be invited along to their their preseason barbecue that was held at one of the local one of the local rugby clubs. And yeah, Petr Cech is a huge is a very tall individual. He's the most popular man in the room by quite some distance. But I will tell I will tell two stories from that night. Because the one thing I was really interested to see was, one, Marcus Mitchell turned up 30 minutes late and got chastised by Petr Cech for it and just smiled and laughed at him. Uh, <laughs> but this is what happens when you win a grand slam with a guy is that you can make those kind of jokes. Um, the other thing as well, and not everybody was there. Dylan Hullaby wasn't there. Uh, I don't think uh, Bailey Hine Pitcher wasn't there. Uh, Darcy Flanagan obviously wasn't there. But the group that they've got, there's a real they've got a real feeling amongst themselves and they they have gotten they are there's a togetherness about them already and there there is certainly there's what i found really interesting as well and i spoke to simon anderson i spoke to dax hedges they are not unrealistic about what their expectations are for this season but i think they are prepared and they are coming in to put a to Put, give a few people a few bloody noses in a in a metaphorical sense, maybe in a literal sense. <laughs> On Darcy Flanagan's behalf, I'd imagine that's a literal sense. Yes, but the um, but I think they are coming in prepared to cause a bit of a headache, and I think that's what they're going to do. I do not believe, unfortunately, for Stars fans, and I met some really really good people from the club and fans at that evening. I don't believe 
unfortunately, that Oxford are going to win the title. What I do think Oxford are going to do is they are going to, to pardon the phrase, they are going to spend a good chunk of this season pissing on everyone's chips. Yeah. Because the team's going to want to, is going to like, right, we've got Oxford next and Oxford are going to do them. And maybe the, uh, you know, Dax said to me about the, the thing from last year, the thing from last year to this year is taking some of those narrow losses for Oxford and turning them into wins. I think they're going to do that. I think they're really going to, I think there's a few games this year and there's a few teams this year where they, Oxford look better than they did last year. Yeah. And that's not just because they've got in guys like Tom Banner and Marcus Mitchell from the national division. It's not even just because they've got Petr Cech playing for them, but they have clearly made an adjustment and they've clearly got in some guys. They've kept with what Simon Anderson has kept with what he knows, but they've, augmented in the places they needed to augment. And from my understanding as well, Oxford were one of the first teams to really poke their head above the parapet and go, when the three imports thing came out and said, we can do three, right? We can do three? And other teams were kind of humming and whoring about whether it was something they wanted to do. And Simon Anderson ran towards it. And like we talked about in Victor, have kind of taken some chances and pulled a few random things out of out of thin air. Well, pulling or getting obviously, they took the chance on Zander Wardlaw last year. That worked relatively well. Um, they pulled Darcy across to go on D, a big physical guy who we now know loves to murder people. Um, we've they've got in Dylan Hullaby. Obviously, oh, you and I have both spoken to his father a bit over this off season, and he apparently yeah. loves to murder people. It's going to run through people, and that's what they. This is going to yeah, be the, great. Uh, the Huldozer. The whole, the whole yeah, that came out in the first game on their social media yeah. feeds, and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> I am here yeah. for this I, level of As soon as I cheese. saw that, I thought I liked that. Their their roster is it excites me more than anybody in the league, and that because they had a run last year. I think it was February time of sort of four mm. big wins on the bounce. Yeah, they beat Chelmsford, they beat Invicta, they hammered Romford, mm. um, and hammered Milton Keynes all in a row. And with what they've done this year, they've they might have they've lost Joe Llewellyn, who I think yeah. was one of their you know, their big physical presence. Obviously, down at Solon, we didn't mention him actually when we were discussing them. But mm. yeah, I think Darcy Flanagan is going to be an incredible signing for them for physicality at the back. Uh, the check thing, it, it does two, of, it does a couple of things. Not only is I mean let's let's not beat around the bush. This guy is the one of the most incredible athletes. Yeah. that we could possibly have playing our sport in this country. He's won everything he could domestic, domestically win at his uh, first chosen sport or second chosen sport, if you say that ice hockey was his first when he was a youngster. Mm. His mentality will rub off. There is no doubt about that. And he's actually a bloody good netminder. His, his reactions are incredible. The, the years he's been playing now, he's actually picking up the game like a hockey brain. So when the puck's coming to him slow, he won't he won't just put his glove on it and stop the game and you end up on a defensive face-off. He'll he'll know where to bat it away to the boards to get the puck behind his net so the D-man can pick it up. So all of that is game-wise. But commercially, their rink's their rink sold out every week. I'm interested to see what they kind of do with it, to be honest, because I think it's a I think it's a tough strategy to put all of it on one guy. Because the issue with the issue with Petter is going to be one his availability because of his job, mm. 
uh, and two, putting so much on one guy who, and with all due respect to Petter, he's not, not, not getting any younger. How long is he around? And actually, the one thing I think yeah. I'm very interested, particularly this roster that they've got, is, yeah, you'd be an idiot not to put the former Champions League winner front and centre with a lot of your with a lot of what you're doing but you've got guys who are going to be around there for a while or guys you want to keep around for a while and you want to build off of their names as well because not everybody's gonna it sounds really it sounds really dark not everyone's going to want to watch Petr Cech play hockey in that sense the novelty value is great yeah but Josh Abbott scoring a goal to win the game in the last minute that's going to hook somebody Marcus Mitchell walloping somebody. That's going to hook somebody. You know, Dylan Hullaby going coast to coast. And it's not just about leaning on one guy. It's about... The one thing I found about Oxford, and like I say, having experiences up close with them, is that no, is that even Petter, with all of his stuff going on around him, joined in. One of the team. Yeah. But they all, but the the focus for the stars is being the Oxford City stars, not being the Petter Jack yeah. and Friends show. And I think actually making and yeah. making names off of their some of these guys they've got coming through, you know, particularly if they keep guys, some of these guys who've joined around. With, I mean, Bailey Hind Pitcher, I don't expect to be around, uh, I have to say. But whether it's somebody like Tom Stevens or you know Travis Penny's gone there from uh, has gone there from Basingstoke or even if you keep Darcy around for a couple of years they've got to build off the names that they can make. Petter, Petter gets to sprinkle everybody with a bit of stardust because Petter checked yeah. for all of it for all his want. Petter can't win hockey games by himself. Petter's not going to score. He's probably banned from playing two touch, but he's not going to score. Um, <laughs> and so actually, well, there's something actually that a lot of the Sorry, mate. I was, I was just wanted to add to what you said about him being one of the team in the room. That was the impression I got from all the lads at Chelmsford. Massively, and, one of the lads, all mm. great in the room. And this is what everybody no, I spoke to from the Guildford side. Yeah, and this is what everyone from the Guildford uh, yeah. uh, Grand Slam winning side said to me said to me as well. But um, yeah, I think there's a real there's a real value about making about pushing the other guys forward on this as well, if nothing else, because. Yeah. You know, I've mentioned him a few times. Marcus Mitchell has got such a way with him, with people. And sometimes you go to these team events and people will be a bit, you know, some of the players will be a bit reserved and they'll just kind of be there kind of thing. It's not Marcus's style. Shaking hands, saying hello, you know, even opened his wallet and bought me a drink. So there's definitely uh, something there. <laughs> I'd be loath not to mention him as well, uh, just because he's, He's a very, very good young man, and he he carries the name, as it were, because Thomas Banner is uh, lumbered with me owning and loaning his jersey this year as a sort of a nod to both of our collective pasts, as it were. Yeah. Um, but not to pump Tom's tyres too much, because uh, as we learned from his press shot from the City Stars, he's not going to smile about it anyway. Um <laughs> but he is uh he is a he's got a lot of potential. I'm I'm a very, very big believer in Tom as a as a young man and as a player. I know his dad um from from my time in Bas- from our time in Basingstoke as well. Um and I sort of said when I when I announced that I'd done it that you know it's it's about 
you know, about a, a bit of sort of a nod to where we've come from. And also because, lol, look at the name of my website and look at his name, ha, ha, ha. But I genuinely meant what yeah. I said. I have a great amount of belief in Tom as a young man and a, and a young player. I think he's got a lot of a lot of miles left to run as a, as a hockey player in this level. He's going to play above this level at some stage again. Um, but I think the I think he's in a really, really good place for him. I think he's I think City Stars fans are going to be very, 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 very happy with him. Uh and yeah, I'm 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 delighted to have had the opportunity to to keep the name to keep to have the name sort of pushed on in a different way with somebody with somebody yeah. I, you know, I looked around as to I, I thought very hard about doing doing something like this because I didn't do it in basis. I always felt a bit weird in Basingstoke because I was so involved with the club. I wanted to give other people the opportunity to do stuff. Um, but when Oxford put, I literally, it was literally a split second decision. I didn't think about it, but I saw it was still available and, and just did it on the spot and said, yeah, you know what? Let's, let's do it. So the fact that a Basingstoke junior and one of the last of the, one of the last uh, Bison for the time being, uh, to carry the BOTW name onto the ice next year, until until the Bison come back out of the mist, literally, um, is yeah. is pretty is pretty cool. And I'm really I'm really really pleased. And yeah. having had the opportunity to to go and be around the folk from Oxford, around Shane Moore, around Simon Anderson, around the around the team, around the fans, I'm really, you know, I, I can't say enough about how welcoming folk were to me, uh, to the idea of what it is that I do. And the fact that, yeah, admittedly, you know, the bison on here. So I'm now sort of looking, looking elsewhere for things, but they've sort of said, you know, yeah, cool. You're here. Brill. Let's sort of yeah. see what can happen. I, I think the whole, the, the, the club as a whole, I think have, I think the fans have actually got excited about this, the way this roster has been built because yes. the core from last year is still there. Um, Obviously Ravenscroft and Moody, uh, Josh yeah. Abbott, of course, Matt Lord, uh, all, they, all still there. Like but, yeah. Yeah, the additions though, I mean, and particularly the imports. Obviously, we know Petter great on PR, great in the nets as well. But obviously, you've yeah. got Ross Miller. I don't know whether Petter will play home games and whatnot. As you said, down to his availability. But I think Dylan Hullaby really excited everybody. Um, it, it massively excited me when his dad sent me YouTube videos. Yeah, fortunately in America, you can watch a lot of game tape. They they do things quite well over there. Yes, very very much so. But um, yeah, for the stars, I think their ceiling is probably third. I don't. I. 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 I really. Really. I, I'm really keen on them. Um, I think probably their their floor is seventh, but I don't think they finish there. That middle, but you know, we've said it a lot already. This middle pack is really a bit of a who who takes the who takes the ball by the horns and kind of pushes themselves out to the front of the pack a bit. But mm. if they finish third, I think they'd be ecstatic about it. If they finish fourth, I'd say yeah. If they finish fifth, I think you'd say yeah. I don't think they want to finish. They don't want to not progress as it were, but yeah, there's a lot of teams. Higher, in, yeah. But there's a lot of teams in that middle that is going to, is going to make it very hard for them. But I think they're going to, like you said, the folk in Oxford are excited and I think they're going to have a lot of fun. So they've just got to get yeah. the consistency. If well, they get the consistency, they're going to cause some problems. It is key. It is key. I mean, they were one or two results away from finishing higher than they did last year and getting into that pack of that were all on the same points. So I've got them finishing fourth. I think the the roster they've built is incredible. They're going to be exciting. They're facing Chelmsford this Sunday in their first game, so I'm looking forward to that. 
Um, I'm hopefully going to be joining Oxo Sports for some commentary when Chelmsford head up there in, uh, I think it's in November. And that'd be, that'd be my first go at commentary. <laughs> you got to remember, you got to remember though, to, that's the only problem. I, I was fortunate to do a, to do a game with two teams I don't support. So um, <laughs> you just have to behave. Very have to easy be nice. not to be biased then, isn't it? Yes. You have to, you have to behave. You have to behave or not uh, if they're, if they're, if they're doing, if they're doing that, I'll say that as well because this worked for me the last time. Hey, uh, Oxford Sports, I'll do it. I'll, I ain't got, I ain't got anywhere else to go half the time these days. So they can, uh, I'll very happily offer my offer my services around to, to all and sundry this season. If folk, if folk want me for stuff, I'm available. I, have, I am a man with no, I'm a man with no home. So. Oh, there we go. You're back. Your audio dropped off ever so slightly. Oh dear. Sorry about that. Yeah, you went quiet. No, that's okay. The, uh, the other thing with Oxford, I I heard this Sunday, I don't know if it's been out in the press, I don't know if anyone knows anything about anything. Are they owned by the same guy that owns owns the football club? I don't believe they are. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard a rumour that, that they're sort of ex- quite large roster build this year. Their social media this year is phenomenal. Mm. Um, really, really are doing some good stuff on their social media. And, and I'd, yeah, I'd heard that they'd been bought by the guy that owns Oxford United. If they have been, then there. I mean, it's. I mean, there's probably a few ways to kind of check that out. Um, but it should be. I mean, you mentioned about the social media. Shout out to to Carl Catley and everything that he's doing uh, with them. I've been I've been very very, you know, very impressed with um, uh, with some of the stuff that's come out of them. Like you said, a lot of the, a lot of the visuals have been very very good this year. Yeah, yeah. Carl and I collabed a couple of times last year because he sponsors a lot of the young GB ladies that are coming through. Uh, as well as a lot of young young Brit, young British players. So, yeah, me and Carl collabed a couple of times last year, and he's doing great things. So, yeah, Oxford, you say between third and seventh, you expect them to be the higher than the lower. I've got them finishing fourth. So we'll see what they do. But, yeah, really looking forward to seeing their first game this year, uh, particularly looking forward to seeing, seeing Dylan Hullaby after that chat with his dad. This podcast is hosted by Spotify for Podcasters. It is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and anywhere else that you get your podcasts. You can follow on all the social medias. It's at Zero Pucks Given for YouTube and Facebook, at Zero Pucks Given Podcast for Instagram, TikTok, and Threads, at Zero Pucks Pod on X, and Ben Hyde ZPG on Snapchat. Follow us on all of those, and you will not miss a thing. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Podcast Network.